Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. What's the mood in this country when it comes to politicians and it comes to elections? Well, the Alberta election's coming up in May. And I've heard from several well-connected individuals that a spring federal election may be in the cards. May be in the cards. Not in the month of May. Well, it could be. The Liberal Party is reportedly telling their members, their sitting members, their incumbents, to be prepared for a spring election, raise money, sign up donors, reach a set percentage of necessary funds to fight an election, in order to retain the party nomination unopposed. No pressure there. And make a specific number of door-knocking visits to constituents. Now, the Conservative Party of Canada is rebuilding the leader's office under Pierre Polyev, and they are flush with cash. I'm not sure how the NDP is doing. I think eventually Mr. Singh is going to regret, potentially, well, yeah, I think he will regret signing that deal with Mr. Trudeau, because Trudeau ain't going to be loyal to him at all during the election campaign, whenever that is. Daryl Bricker is the president and CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs, and Mr. Bricker joins us. He's the author of Next. You haven't bought one yet? You haven't bought Next yet? You want to find out what's going to happen in this country? Buy it for Christmas for yourself or somebody in your family. And no, I don't get any royalties. I just think it's an amazing book. I've thought that from the beginning, and I still do. Daryl, uh, political parties and minority governments, are they always ready for an election? Well, if they're not, they should be. Um, but this is uh, one of the things of the modern era that's really interesting is how hard it is for minority governments to get defeated. Um, and the reason is because... It, particularly when you have four major parties in the House of Commons, uh, it's it's rarely to any it's really to everybody's advantage to have an election. So uh, you know when the government part governing party governing minority party is up, the other folks tend to be down, and the other way around when uh, um, when uh, um, the opposition parties are up. And usually when the opposition parties are up, not all the opposition parties are up. And in this particular circumstance, the re- you really need. Uh, more than one opposition party to take down the government. So they're in a pretty a, a pretty advantageous position. Yeah. Are we in a cycle like we were in in the early 2000s where Canadian voters seemed quite happy to elect minority government after minority government after minority government until Stephen Harper scored the majority? Yeah, it seems to be the case. And it's, it's, it's like none of the parties have the ability to... Uh, uh, get to that level to, uh, to to form a majority, and uh, you know what we've been seeing with the Liberal Party in particular is that since the turn of the century, they've really not had any uh, electoral um, uh, in terms of popular vote strength, not a growing uh, you know popular vote strength. The only break they through they really had was in 2015. I mean, they won back obviously. And, and a couple of other times, but always minorities. And usually the popular vote these days is going to the conservatives. So the, the first-past-the-post system is, is basically benefiting the Liberal Party right now. Mm-hmm. Hence no election reform. Um, if it happens, if an election is engineered for next spring, and political parties are good at this, it, they can do it any time, um, what's the mood of the electorate generally across the country? It's pretty savage right now. Savage. <laughs> people are feeling, oh, wow. you know, people are feeling really, 
not optimistic about the future. There's a, uh, you know, we, we talk increasingly about this poly crisis, you know, the idea that what was uh, supposed to happen when we came out of the pandemic was that, uh, you know, that negative space was going to be filled by positive things. And actually, it hasn't happened. Instead of being upset about one thing, they're now upset about a whole series of things. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's probably going to be a pretty tough time for incumbents. But, you know, it's been a tough time for, for, this, for the Liberal Party uh, every election since 2015. They've just squeaked out, um, you know, in the previous two elections, uh, a victory, uh, but lost the popular vote. So um, the, the, uh, I guess the mantra for anybody or the watchwords for anybody thinking about an election campaign is do they think they can actually win? And that's the only reason that you have one. So, you know, you'll, 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 you'll hear an awful lot of, you know, rumors and, you know, people strategizing and, and all this other kind of stuff about the likelihood of having an election. But the truth is the only reason you go is if you think you can win. And, and the liberals aren't, don't have any momentum right now. Uh, their numbers are not great. So um, unless something on that front changes, the likelihood that they'll go in the spring is pretty low. You don't go to lose. Yeah, no, no, you don't. Um, but you can yeah, I'm just curious, because I've heard this now for weeks, that they're telling their incumbent MPs to get ready, that you have to get your funds, get a set percentage of necessary funds in place, um, make specific numbers of door-knocking visits to constituents, sign up donors, raise money. Uh, it, it's just been repeating itself, and then I saw a story on it, a news story on it the other day, and I thought, I have to talk to Daryl about this. Um, Mr. Trudeau, in the polling, has been dropping... Uh, but the next question is, has Pierre Polyev climbed enough to be confident even to maybe win a minority government himself? If it were today, what would you say? Well, he's, not, he's competitive, but he's not comfortable. Okay. So the, what we've got is a situation, quite frankly, fairly similar to Andrew Scheer and fairly similar to Aaron O'Toole. Um, you, you haven't got any. The liberals haven't taken off and the conservatives haven't gone away. Same thing on the other side. The conservatives haven't taken off and the liberals haven't gone away. So basically where we are is stuck like where we were around 2019. And things have changed very little. So we have two-wheel drive when we need four-wheel drive. Well, somebody has to establish a gap, and at yeah. the present time that's not happening. Uh, the whole thing comes down to pretty much where you're talking from right now, right? Um, you know, in, in, it, it really comes down to what's going to happen in Ontario. And I know the people listening around the country don't like to hear that, but that's where elections are won or lost now. Yeah. So really, what are the suburbs of Ontario thinking right now? And the suburbs of Ontario are anxious. Uh, I don't think that the Liberals can count on them, although they've won them in the last three elections. And I don't think the Conservatives can count on them. So the real question is, can anybody establish a gap in the 905, or not just the 905, this sort the broader car commuting suburbs around the city of Toronto. If they can do that, if the Liberals can do it, then they've, they've got a reason to call an election. But if they can't, and they're you know close or the Conservatives are slightly ahead of the 905, then there's a very good chance that the Liberals will lose. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.